This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Thrive Market, an online grocery store offering all of your favorite vegan, organic, and non-GMO products. But instead of marking them up to premium prices, Thrive Market sells the same premium products at wholesale prices delivered straight to your door. Get 25% off your first purchase plus free shipping plus free 30-day trial by visiting thrivemarket.com slash no meat. That's thrivemarket.com slash no meat. This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Health IQ, the life insurance company that advocates for the vegan and health-conscious lifestyles. That's right, Health IQ rewards us for our lifestyle choices. Head over to healthiq.com slash no meat to learn more about all sorts of ways you can save money on life insurance. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Oh, my hand is cramping. <laughs> what, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> I tend not to believe you because now you're laughing hysterically. Oh, it hurts so bad because I signed so many documents today, Matt. Oh, man. Right, okay. the, right before coming over here. Oh, my gosh. Stop. I bet your wallet is hurting too, huh? Oh, man. My wallet. I don't even I don't even think I have one anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, why, don't you, why don't you share the news? We hinted at this weeks ago. We did. Someone even emailed me to congratulate me just based <laughs> off of that. Uh, did they knew what we were talking about? Just They guessed it. They figured it out. Uh, I guess it wasn't too cryptic. Katie Katie and I bought a house this morning. Hey, there we go. Signed Yay. the dotted line many times. Many dotted lines. Very cool. Staying in the area. Staying in. Which is nice. So the podcast will go on. Yeah, it's about one mile from my current house. Mm-hmm. And... It's pretty sweet. Pretty excited. That is very exciting. That's a that's a big day for you. First house you've ever owned, right? That's right. Yep. There you go. You got a little family going. You got some health IQ life insurance. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's just turning into a turning into a, a real a real adult suburban here. dad. Yeah. <laughs> Need some khakis and tennis shoes on. I hope. <laughs> Danny Tanner style. I got no. Got my skinny jeans on. <laughs> okay. All right, you, you're staying modern adulting. Yeah. There you go. Millennial adulting. Good. Well, we have a fun episode today. We have my two children joining us as our guests. Before we get to them, uh, I have a weekend update. Ooh, let's hear it. <laughs> weekend update only means what I did this weekend. <laughs> uh, I, I went in the river. I went uh, floating down the river. You floated down the French Broad. I had gone five years in Asheville without ha- having touched the river. Uh, th- so despite... <laughs> <laughs> Despite uh, some some E. coli concerns, which were very real concerns for me, okay, uh, we got in, we were fine, no one got sick, and all was good. It was a very muddy river, though. Well, all that rain probably. Yeah, every time it rains, apparently, the, the, it's always that river is always brown. The French Broad River. But I'm sure it's worse. It was worse for you. But so the French Broad is uh, the, people just float down and in tubes, like a big thing. You float through town, right? You get out at one of the bars or breweries, and um have a good time and uh it's something that i have done every year for katie's birthday for the past several years and your wife has joined us that's right for many of them but you always had an excuse only, i think she only joined once as far as i know okay but, but who knows? she joined once <laughs> yes but she did join she joined all the way and uh i think my, I think my excuse then was i was watching the children so she could float down the river oh right yeah but uh yes i i tend to stay out of the river that has been one of what do you things. think did you have fun i know you don't like paddle boarding and things like that was it yeah no it was nice and it was zero effort you just sat there drank yep. a beer hung out with the kids uh holden and i went aground once we went kind of up in this little mosquito patch and we were stuck Uh oh. so we both had to put our hands in a row and all that and that that was kind of 
trying. But it was all right. It was very nice. We had a, kind of had to do a long walk to get in because we didn't, they didn't have a shuttle, so we had to walk the tubes for a mile with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and, so, and then the river was moving fast that day because of the rain, so we were only in the water about 25 minutes what? for, the, for the, like a probably 40-minute walk. Maybe, maybe not 40. Anyway. That's it fun. was a nice trial. My, my experience in the in, in tubing is that it takes forever. Like it's a four hour float. To right, get down and there. I think I think that would be much more fun because then you can get into it and start mm-hmm. to kind of get the vibe. Yep. we didn't really have time to do that. We just sort of ran, you know, dreading seeing the the water fountain that meant you had to paddle over to get out because ah. I knew it was coming any minute because it was such a short float. So anyway, it was a fun trial, and the kids enjoyed it, and I'm sure we will do more of it. Excellent. Um, and then we went to New Belgium after that, which was nice. And I also went to a soccer game this weekend with Holden. Holden's soccer game? No, went to a real soccer game. Oh. Not that his aren't real. He just doesn't play. Professional in a, he, he doesn't play in a league, so he doesn't have any soccer games. So, he, so they're not real. Uh, not even professional. It's some league that apparently is under the the MLS, and even under the league under that. <laughs> so it's college kids summer league, I guess. But it's real in the sense that Asheville has a team, Nashville has a team. So all these different teams. Uh, and like fans show up with drums and they're painted and wigs wow. and like drumming the whole time, like like any European soccer game you see on TV. Cool. It was a really fun, good scene, and it was cheap. And uh, what else happened? Smoke bombs. They had smoke bombs. Smoke in the bombs. Crowd. Yep. Whoa. And High Wire Brewery sponsored it. So it was, it's a very fun soccer. I scene. should check that out. It was. It's a scene I don't think you get a lot of places. That soccer crowd is is a different type. Right, they're really yeah, into it, right. and they're mm-hmm. like just into that. Uh, and it was really fun. We had a really good time at it. So we will be going back to that. I think they're called the Asheville Blues. If anyone is curious, Asheville Blues. If you look up Asheville Pro Soccer, you'll find it, even though it's not pro. The, the, and the the mega fans are called fanatics, right? Am I making that up? I I think all fans aren't aren't all fans fanatics. Oh, I don't know. No, you might not be. I don't know. I think the word fan is short for fanatic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Oh, okay. All, All right. right. Anyway. All right. So anyway, that's my weekend update, um, in case anyone cares at all. All right. So we interviewed the kids, and uh, it didn't go quite as planned. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't their usual charming selves. They were sort of, uh, they kind of they kind of closed up and did funny voices. Well, you do things like funny that. things when the red light is shining yeah, in exactly, your face. Exactly, yeah. You know? Holden did a good uh, Andy impression from Headspace. So that was, that was probably the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ellery said that I sell money when we asked what we do. What do I do for work? She said I sell money, so. um, anyway, so what we're going to do is uh, audible it a little bit here, and we're going to have Aaron on instead. We will still play some of the kids' highlights at the end, but we'll have Aaron on, who is my wife, uh, kind of on the same topic of kids for a little Doug-led conversation about uh, children, because this has been something that has been on on the mind of, of one Doug. Uh, <laughs> see. As he is, his daughter is, is growing up. That's right. So she uh, turned six months a couple of weeks ago. So we've started to add some real food into her diet, and um, and it got us talking about you know how we want to raise her and what we want to do when things come up and people say things and and whatever. And uh, you know, really, we haven't quite figured out exactly how we're going to approach everything, but she's definitely going to be a plant based kiddo and. Um, so I thought we could talk about that. We could talk about your experience, Aaron, as a mother of two kids who eat a vegan diet. Um, has it been easier or harder than than you would have expected? I would say 
it's been pretty easy because we have just kind of transitioned over time from, you know, we've kind of learned along the way. We were kind of figuring it out with Holden. By the time we had Ellery, we mm-hmm. were we we had it pretty much under control and felt pretty solid with our choices and what we were doing, for sure. Were you guys worried at all when when cuz Holden when you had Holden, you weren't vegan at all. You weren't even vegetarian, right? We were vegetarian when we had You're Holden. Vegetarian. And you intended to raise him vegetarian as well, right? Yes. Were you worried at all about, um, I don't know, him being left out and in, in oh yeah parties and everything yeah like that, that yeah. was a huge um, I don't know a huge concern in the beginning. Um, once Ellery came along, we were like, okay, no big deal, we got this. But with Holden, we wanted him to feel we always wanted it to be his choice, no matter what. Mm-hmm. That we were educating him and teaching him why we do what we do. But ultimately, when it was time for him to choose, we wanted it to be his choice and so that he felt confident and that he didn't feel like we were pushing him to be something that he wasn't comfortable being or doing. Right. So um, as far as, you know, parties and things like that would go, it was always like a lot of planning. And, and in the beginning, we gave him a choice and we just said, hey, once he was old enough, right, Matt? When he was old enough? What? <laughs> well, once he was old enough, oh, we gave him the choice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would say from the beginning we gave him a choice, and as he's gotten older, it's like been less of a choice. It's just he just sort of knows that's what he's doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I, I would say I, I don't know. Do you remember when he was one or two? Did we always offer him the non-vegan cupcake at a party? Uh, I do not remember that at all. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. So I think at this point, we um, in the beginning, we definitely wanted him to have a choice and to explore things maybe that weren't vegan, not necessarily that we made at home. We always kind of kept it vegetarian and then eventually vegan at home. But um, when he went to parties and you know kid events, we would let him taste things and explore a little bit so that he didn't feel like we were keeping all of that stuff from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder, like, I guess one concern we have is, because um, we try to make, similar to you guys, we try to make uh, our diet choices be less of a big deal, you know, like when we go to a restaurant or when we go over to someone's house, try to make as little of a deal out of it as we can, right? Yeah. While still, of course, adhering to uh, our our standards or, or whatever you want to call it, our diet choices. Um, but, you know, I, I like one thing we keep thinking about is, like how do we when a, when Eliza goes over to a kid's house to play or to sleep over or something like that? Like how we communicate that to the parent or whether we send them over with food or like how all that kind of stuff? How you deal with that? Yeah. So we, um, I feel like you know we would always let them know that our our kids were vegan, and um, but always very promptly after that, just say we will send them home with or send them over with a snack or whatever you know they're vegan but you don't have to worry about it we always prepare something and have Mm -hmm. them be ready um and then the with the people that we got to know better we would kind of let them know how comfortable we were with them you know exploring and different things so we wouldn't necessarily want the other parent to say, you know, hey, why don't you just try this and, you know, have them be in an awkward situation. But if we were comfortable and, you know, the parents were like, you know, knew how we were raising our kids, then we would kind of, you know, 
let him or her kind of explore that a little bit more if they yeah. wanted to, you know, but it's never been a situation, I don't think, where Holden has said, you know, I don't know, a common thing at like a play date or somewhere would be like those poly, what those cheese strings or whatever, like cheese yeah. sticks or whatever. String. String cheese, yeah. See, I haven't had cheese in a long time. I don't know <laughs> what it is. But, um, but I feel like he would not necessarily even, you know, now he wouldn't even want to try that. Before he would ask questions about it, but would not always want to... Mm-hmm. taste it but no matter what and it's always been our thing is just to make sure that they're armed with the healthy choices that we want them to have and that way that can be kind of hopefully their first choice yeah right has anyone has a parent ever said anything to you guys about it questioned you at all you mean like in a negative way yeah no i don't think so not really well especially in Asheville now maybe that's why we moved here so that we <laughs> just didn't get questioned and it was all normal because everybody kind of i mean nowadays with you know there's so many different diet variations gluten-free you know all of this stuff going on that um nobody's really ever ever questioned it some people have even gone out of their way to make sure that they're offering choices and they'll almost you know, go above and beyond and make sure that their kids are having more of a vegan snack, you know, when the kids get together, just because I think they're more nervous about making our kids feel uncomfortable. So they're almost willing to kind of change for the moment what they're doing Uh in order to do it. Not like we require that by any means. Sure. But um, when people do make an effort, you know, that's really appreciated too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you guys, how did you originally talk to Holden and Ellery about why you're vegan and what, you know, like why you want them to, or not want them, but what, you know, why you're living this lifestyle and why they are as well. I think that it started because, I mean, my earliest memory of Holden talking about it was him saying that this was healthy food. Do you remember that? And he would say, we're eating healthy food and this is healthy food. And he would see like a runner outside who was just I don't know. He would say he's slow because he doesn't eat healthy food. <laughs> Which like Matt I encouraged no, that. I, I, really, I really didn't encourage that. I don't know where Just he got kidding. that idea. But he, we corrected. We said that's not true. He said we said it's like just because we eat this way doesn't mean it's the only way to eat, and it's not the only way to be healthy. But uh, that's he must have gotten that message first. I don't know if that was on purpose. I kind of wonder if like the way I don't know when you're a kid if you grow up in the environment where you don't eat animals. If that like isn't really significant because it's just what you're used to, and you just assume that that's kind of how the world is—that people don't eat animals and you just eat plants—so um, I wonder if that's why the healthy food aspect of it was kind of the the bigger thing. That because in, in the early days for him it was either healthy food versus not healthy food, and we could tell him no, you can't have that because it's not healthy. We didn't say things like no, you can't have that because it comes from an animal. I don't remember that happening very much. No, we didn't. We even explored some of the the books and we thought, oh, we should read some of these more, you know, pro-vegan books to him and whatnot. And even in those situations, we kind of read through them ahead of time and thought, ooh, that's a little too much. We kind of wanted to keep it really simple and it's kind of, you know, healthy and not healthy. I think that was, that worked really well. And he had two active, healthy parents, you know, eating healthy foods and it just kind of made sense. Yeah. I mean, at some point, he, he I'm sure he w- was in front of a pepperoni pizza and was like, why can't I eat this? And it, you just yeah. say it wasn't healthy? Yeah. Well, I, I, don't I don't think, think when I ever he... said he couldn't eat that, right? Like, I would have never said you can't have that. 
Yeah, but we would explain, I think we would explain early on that it came from animals. Because he never, he never ate that. So I don't, so he must have had the idea that that wasn't a good choice for him. Because he, I don't know, I honestly don't know the answer to that. We're stumped, Doug. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, I think I think initially it's it's like what we said where, you know, we would say and I, I don't think we would say it's not healthy. We would just say it came from animals. But keep it simple, <laughs> I, wouldn't we? I don't remember. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while. Yeah. I feel like anytime that like when he was young, he was never by himself in a situation where he'd have the choice of eating pepperoni pizza or not. It was always he'd be there with us because it was a birthday party. He'd be there with us. And we'd have brought something that was vegan for him to eat. Mm. I don't know if we, like, he, it's almost like he didn't really get the, he didn't see it. I don't know. He didn't even really, like, I don't know. <laughs> Would he have seen it at families' houses, Yeah, though? certainly. And grandparents. And all, but, we, but we don't, if that was the case, we'd have some sort of vegan option there for him that he would just, he would know that that was his dinner over here that he was eating. Right. And it would almost be like that wasn't food. That was just a different thing going on over there. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wish, I, I mean, unfortunately, it's our, that our memories are clouded. It's, it's not I mean, that, I don't know what I'm going to do when, or when Eliza's put in front of a pepperoni slice <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember several times pulling cheese off of pizza and having uh, a kid eat it. Yeah, and I remember pulling cheese off of pizza and then having Holden, as he was becoming more aware, then not wanting to eat the pizza because it had cheese on it prior to that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he's he's gradually evolved in his kind of, you know, veganism in a, in a very different way than Ellery, whereas Ellery, we had it set. There were just healthy options there. And, you know, for her, I, I would say... You know what? With Ellery, I would say it, it's not vegan. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of simple for a little while. She didn't even know exactly what vegan meant. Because if you were to say, hey, Ellery, what does it mean to be vegan? She would not really know. And she'd kind of look at us like, but mm-hmm. she knew that we didn't eat things that weren't vegan. So right. so in her instance, you know, we definitely didn't do that with Holden. But with her, that's just kind of how it was. Um Again, we'd still let her explore, but we would explain it simply that we just don't eat it because it's not vegan. And then eventually it was like, well, what is vegan? And then that became, and now she can say, like, she doesn't eat animals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of been that evolution, but different for both. Because we were figuring it out ourselves at the same time. Right. Sure. Yeah. What would you, I mean, how would you respond to someone who did ask, you know, like, why are you raising your kids vegan? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if someone just honestly was asking, not in an attacking way. Yeah, well, I mean, like another parent, you just be like, like, so why, why, why are you deciding to do that with them? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, someone I just would, doesn't get it. I would give a few reasons. I was gonna say, there's a lot of reasons. I was trying to think of one. Well, I mean, it's not like some, but I don't, I don't want to say like if someone didn't understand why they did that, then they necessarily didn't get it, right? I mean, it's not like they would. Yeah, 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 right. Just if someone just wanted to know or or even didn't agree with it, um, I would say, one, I would say that I think it's the best long-term choice you can make. And I would mention things like Dr. Furman's book. I don't know. I feel like as soon as you mention that you've actually done research about this, Mm -hmm. uh, people tend not to, you know, 
pick fights quite so much. Even if you're just citing, you know, if you just make it known you have read a book or two about it, right? <laughs> like, you don't need to go cite studies or anything. Yeah. Um, you could just say, I've read the No Meat Athlete book. Yeah, there you go. I, <laughs> that's why I choose to do it. So I would I would just give a lot of reasons for why I think plant-based diet in general is healthy for anyone, not just kids. Um, I would also give the argument of that I think, like, it certainly is inconvenient at times, and you have to plan ahead, and you have to, you know, plan for road trips and plan for... If you're going out to eat at a restaurant with friends, and like often you end up eating, making something ahead of time that you eat at home, or that you bring in the car for the road trip, and I think those choices when you're a kid add up to a whole lot of choices. It's like the number of times there that you will pack peanut butter sandwiches, or fruit, or carrots and hummus into a into a cooler, whether it's to go to the pool or to go on a car trip or to go on a hike or to a friend's house. I mean, it's all the time for the kids that they have that, and if it wasn't you know, you might default to McDonald's and you might say like, you might still do that and say, I'm not someone who eats fast food, but maybe you're doing it twice a week. And I don't know when you're a kid twice a week to eat at McDonald's to me would be quite a bit. That seems like not a great idea. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately sure. I think you could do it. I think you could do it way more than that too. So I don't, I don't find that that argument that it's inconvenient, but that inconvenience makes you be deliberate and make really healthy choices. It doesn't seem like that resonates with people when I talk about that as a benefit of eating this way. Um, no, that seems like a real drag, I think. Yeah, people. it does. And I don't think people, it, it certainly doesn't convince someone to try to be vegan. But if they were asking honestly why, I would say that a lot of choices each week that we default to a good choice instead of a bad choice. Hmm. We've talked to the kids too about the environment and, you know, the impact. I would, not too, too much, but we just kind of keep it very, very general and, you know, with them and say, you know, um, that, you know, we do it to help the environment and whatnot. So I think that is also a factor um obviously for sure sure yeah yeah i mean i think that with uh nowadays you know unless you're just talking to the wrong person then most people aren't going to like question why you're a vegan that much anymore like as adults you know every there's enough people having uh non-traditional diets non-traditionally american diets they're um, more curious they're more curious right mm -hmm. But I, I feel like that there's this little tone from people when I, when they ask if, if we're going to raise Eliza vegan of like, oh, she's going to miss out on the mm -hmm. the pleasures of being a kid and, you know, ice cream, you know, going to the ice cream place or pizza or, or whatever, you know. And then there's kind of this little hint of judgment there that like we would be depriving her of of those things. Um, Absolutely. We had the same thing. I remember it. Yeah. And, and I don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just projecting that onto people, but that's that's I kind of feel that way sometimes. Um, I think when we were when we used to not live in Asheville, I actually I wouldn't say I've ever detected that tone from anyone, but I thought it myself. Like I remember we for some reason went to Philadelphia for a trip, and there was some ice cream stand in the park. I was like, well, that's a shame that we can't have the kids have ice cream right now. Uh, it wasn't like they asked and begged because if they had, then I would have maybe done the whole thing. Well, it is their kind of their choice, and I'm gonna let them do what they want. But uh, I just remember thinking, like, man, there's probably a lot, a lot of opportunities when they're not doing the typical childhood thing mm -hmm. that you might do. Uh, first of all, I don't, you know, just because it's a typical childhood thing, does that mean it's a good thing? I, I don't really right. know, right? It, it, maybe just because we did it when we were kids doesn't mean that that's what should define childhood. But also, once we moved to Asheville, like, that stuff, those concerns, at least for me, were totally alleviated because you can get all, all the things you mentioned, vegan ice cream, vegan pizza, mm -hmm. you know, and not just, I mean, that, that has also coincided with, this like proliferation of vegan junk foods in stores and now if we go camping 
we can get vegan marshmallows and we can get vegan hot dogs and we do because it's because it's fun mm-hmm. but like they're not missing out on any of that you know they're not missing out on the experience of roasting a hot dog on a campfire or right right I mean, it sticks to the foil a little more but <laughs> <laughs> but you know they they get to do they can do all the stuff yeah. and the cool thing here especially is too that they can do it with their non-vegan friends right so you can get together after school if you want to do a surprise you know go get ice cream mm-hmm. or do a special thing like that you know um and they can all feel like they're included yeah which isn't to say that you can only do this in Nashville. Like I said, I think it, I think it, it, certainly <laughs> right. there are places where it's not like that and where you can't just do that. Uh, but I do think the trend is towards way more options in a lot of places. Yeah, and uh, which which I think this is a good time for us to bring on the kids <laughs> or bring back on the kids that we previously recorded uh, and hear from them. And this happens to segue really well in today's sponsors. <laughs> if, if you don't have a grocery store that has vegan marshmallows. There you go. <laughs> this episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Thrive Market. And Matt, I got to say, I'm pretty excited about this sponsorship because Katie and I are big fans of Thrive Market. We have been using them for probably two years now to get all kinds of organic, vegan, non-GMO foods that we can't get a lot of places around Black Mountain. I am particularly excited too, Doug, because I just placed my own order a few days ago and uh, found the experience quite enjoyable, and uh, I'm kind of curious to hear what you got with your recent order. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I tend to get the things that I can't find other places. Like, for example, my one of my very favorite snacks, treats, and one I, I've been taking on long runs recently is that Louisville vegan jerky. Oh man, I ordered that too. Did you really? I saw Louisville. I thought of your dad, and I was like, "I gotta get this," I, and we, I did. We are obsessed with that stuff, and and, uh, <laughs> and I don't, I don't even know where else you can get it uh, except online. And and uh, Thrive Market has it, and they have it for like thirty five percent off, thirty two percent off, something like that. So it's it's pretty good. You're in for a treat if you haven't had it yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very funny. I think you've mentioned that on our podcast a long time ago. That must be why I saw it and got excited. Uh, I also got Dr. Bronner's shaving soap, tea tree flavored or, or whatever nice. that would be. Uh, yeah, I was actually was was pleasantly surprised to find that you could sort on Thrive Market, buy things like what's vegan, what's raw, what's organic, you know, all these different things. I'm sure, Doug, that you would care that it's things you can sort by our uh, fair trade, ethically sourced. Uh, in addition to that, I got some nice olive tapenade. Also mm. nice to know that it's vegan because uh, sometimes they'll put anchovies in those things, but uh, or mm-hmm. sardines or something. And a nice, sweet Grand Reserve balsamic vinegar from Napa Valley Naturals uh, at a very affordable price. And that is for the kiddos who uh, recently have been eating salads and they like a little sweet balsamic added to theirs. Yeah, they have they have basically all of your staples, you know, everything from rices and nuts and, you know, your raw organic almonds or cashews or your nut butters. Uh, and then also they have a bunch of like uh, home products, home goods products and sh- like shaving cream like you mentioned. And I think they even have makeup and stuff like that. Yep, they sure do. Yeah, and they do it by cutting out the middleman and working directly with the brands so that they pass the, they can pass those savings along to you. Right, which is very important because organic, non-GMO stuff, that is uh, as, as great as that stuff is, it is often kind of out of the, the most people's price range, and uh, it's nice that Thrive Market makes it affordable. So if you are interested, you can get 25% off your first purchase plus free shipping plus a free 30-day trial by visiting thrivemarket.com slash no meat. That's thrivemarket.com slash no meat. Matt, you know what I think of when I think of life insurance? What, Doug? <laughs> that movie, Along Came Polly. Do you remember that? 
I, it's a very good movie. I've seen if I see that on TV, catch a thirty seconds of it, I am in. I'm, I'm uh, in for the next whatever hour, commercials and all. Yeah, all right. It's the, it's that Ben Stiller movie where he's like, uh, I think he's a life insurance broker or something, an analyst or something. He he he, he looks at risk and he docks that extreme yep. sports guy for taking too many risks. Right. And he lines up all those pillows on his bed every day, and he won't yep. eat spicy food. Right. That's yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what health IQ does differently. What, Doug? <laughs> they, I, like, I like how you always answer these questions. It's good. <laughs> they not only look at the, the risk, you know, like uh, if you're a smoker or something like that, but they also reward you for the positive things that you do in life, like yoga and running and eating plant-based diet, eating vegetarian diet. They actually reward you financially for the good stuff. Which which makes sense. If they're smart, they should, any, any good life insurance company should do that. So I'm glad that they are out there doing that because if you're less likely to die from cancer, heart disease, and of early death, then uh, then you would think that you should pay less for your life insurance, or your family gets a sweeter payday when you do finally mm. kick the bucket. That's right. Either yeah. way, you should, you should get a better deal. You you you, uh, you made sure you had life insurance when you had kids, right? Of course I did, because I'm I'm a responsible parent, and I I would know no other way than to do that. Yeah. Right, Doug. <laughs> Yeah, I looked into it right away, and I never. never <laughs> well, that's <told> good. <laughs> so if you die and it comes to me, I'll say, "Well, he did look into it." Look, and you just kind of throw him a bone. Yeah, you're right. I gotta jump on. I gotta jump on this health IQ train. Gotta get. Yes. Gotta get rewarded. And if I do want to, and I do want to, I'm gonna head over to healthiq.com/slash/no-meat. One word to learn about all the ways I can save money on life insurance through health IQ. There you go. So you, the listener, should do that as well. Head over to healthiq.com/slash/no-meat, and. Uh, learn more about all the ways you can save money on life insurance <laughs> all right <laughs> i guess let's, let's bring on holden right let's do it okay here he is Holden, say hi to the mic hi <laughs> all right holden is my seven-year-old son and uh we thought it would be fun to have him on we have ellery on too, in a little while she's my daughter uh just to kind of give people a little glimpse of what uh what life as a vegan kid is because i think I don't know, like I was raised nothing close to that. And I think a lot of people, especially if you don't have vegan kids, probably get the sense that that is a, a strange thing. Um, and we just thought people would enjoy it. So there we go. So Holden, why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Holden's wearing his, his No Meat Athlete shirt today. Yeah, um, I'm Holden. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's, let's, we have some questions for you. Doug and I have a few different questions we've written down. And we will okay. uh, we'll start to ask you. All right, number one question, Holden. This is we're just going to jump right into it. What is vegan? What does vegan mean? It means like not eating meat or any animals and no dairy. Right. Yeah, so that's great. Nothing that nothing that comes from an animal, right? Yeah. So no honey either, and no eggs, right? And no cheese, even though that's not meat. Right. Cheese is dairy. But it's dairy. Yes. All right, cool. Um, and, and why do we do it? How can we choose to be vegan? Because um, it's more healthy. <laughs> no, it helps you live longer and it's more healthy. Okay. Is it the only reason? No. Why, what do we like about it, right? Because it's not just that it's healthy for us. We do it because we don't want to... Hurt animals. Of course, right? We don't want to hurt Animals. I'm so. I thought you would say that was the number one reason because I feel like for you that's a that's a big thing. Oh yeah, it is. We forgot that, didn't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you like being vegan, Holden? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know any other kids in school who are vegan? No. No. You don't know any? No, I don't know. You know a guy from uh, from karate class? No, he doesn't go to my school. From karate class. Oh yeah, he's vegan. That wasn't the question that I asked about <laughs> no, I, class. No, no, then I then I change it. Uh, yeah. So what about do do you do you ever talk about it with your friends? Like, does it ever come up? Mm, yeah, like in kindergarten, everyone was asking me, "What does vegan mean? Why are you vegan?" <laughs> and what'd you say? What'd you tell them? Um, what does it mean, and why? Well, you just told us what it I, means and why you are, but. Yeah. What do you tell your friends? I said, it's when you don't eat animals or anything that comes from animals. And then why did you tell them that you are? Same reason you told me. Mm-hmm. When you go over to your friends' houses, uh, do your do their parents ever ask you about being vegan? Mm, not normally. No. Yeah. Well, do they ever try to feed you meat and say you should eat this to be healthy? No. That's no. good. No. <laughs> yeah, you haven't. You've had no real bad experiences, right? Like no one never had a situation where kids in school are like making fun of your food or, or mm-hmm. anything like that. No, we're pretty lucky where we live because people tend to uh, be aware of that and they respect it and they make sure we have a way. Like even at birthday parties, right? They usually have a, a vegan cupcake for you, or or we'll have talked to them about it or something. Yeah, and some friends' moms even <laughs> go out. And get vegan cupcakes for me. <laughs> exactly. Oh wow, that's nice. Exactly. Yeah. Do right. you do you ever feel like uh, sad that you're not eating the cupcake that everyone else is eating? Mm, no. What's your favorite food, Holden? Um, oh, I have two favorite foods. Okay. Chips and peanuts. Chips and peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love both chips and peanuts, too. I really like, I <laughs> but, really but not like normally peanuts. together. Do you eat them? you mix them together? No, I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. do, you, do you eat peanuts that much? I know you eat peanut butter sandwiches all the time. And Daddy, at restaurants, I love, at the restaurants we go to, I love having peanuts if they have them. I don't know what you're talking about. Like at a bar? Where you're like, yeah, <laughs> at a bar. Do you mean, do you mean the snuts at plant? No. Oh, the peanuts at breweries. Yeah. Yeah. The peanuts okay. Breweries. <laughs> so that's what we do all the time with our kids. Is we go to breweries <laughs> just stuff uh, them with peanuts. Yeah, you do like that. A lot of several breweries around here have. Uh, you can get a bowl of peanuts and you shell them, as you know, Doug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he does like that. I, I never knew that was a favorite food of yours, though. And yeah, you like chips, don't you? You're a big chip guy. Yeah. We don't have chips that often, I don't think. I was going to ask ask you what your favorite junk food is, but you've already answered that one. <laughs> So what's your favorite healthy food then? What would you say is your favorite? What's your favorite vegetable? Um, well, carrots and hummus I think is really good. There you go. That's Together. a good one. Like every other kid, right? Eating hummus all the time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> carrots and hummus. I think, you, I think you're a big broccoli fan. Oh, yeah. Right? I like broccoli with soy sauce on it. Yeah. Mm. You're a big fan of just steamed broccoli with some soy sauce. Uh-huh. Uh, cabbage? You're not that into purple cabbage these days, are you? No. Tofu, though, you love. Yeah. And your what's your least favorite food in the world you can tell everyone about? The consistently, since you were a little kid, you never like... Beans. Right. No beans. <laughs> not like beans. Uh, oh, we, we've had to, we've had no this beans. Thing. He's coming around a little bit. He eats hummus, which is beans. And tofu. We can do, and tofu, which is beans. The only reason that we revealed these things are beans, by the way, because that would have I only it. eat smushed up beans. Only smushed up beans. Do you like refried beans? I mean, refried beans. No, 
That's not only. You also eat refried beans, right? Oh, yeah. That's another form I of, also of smushed up beans. eat refried beans. Yeah, so I think it's mainly the bean texture that you mm. don't like. You don't like the shape of the beans and the texture yeah. in your mouth. And I don't like the color. You don't like the color of beans? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they do come in a variety of colors. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I don't like any of them. Okay, well, that's cool. What do you think of... Uh, what do you think of your friends not being vegan? Um. Do you think? Of, do you ever think about that? No, I don't. Do you ever get really mad at them because they're not vegan? No, never. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you think? Do you, do you do you ever feel like you should tell them and try to convince them to do it, or you just think you should sort of like let them do their thing? Let them do their thing. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. I remember you said like make people let let people make their own choices already. Right. Like. Yeah. You think we should just let them make their own? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I am. I like to. I think it should be a good example for people, so that if people look at you, they'll say, "Hey, he's vegan and he's healthy and he's energetic and good kid." So maybe I should be that. That yeah. that's kind of my approach. Uh huh. Cool. I see you're wearing your Nomad Athlete shirt. Do you like to wear that out and show it off? <clears throat> so, yeah. Are you pr- are you a proud Nomad Athlete? Uh huh. So what what you you play a lot of sports, right? Uh huh. Like, what's your favorite sport? I have a lot of favorite sports. All right, we'll just like list them. In, in, their, in their seasons is my favorite. Like, mm. in football season, my favorite sport is football. Ah. In baseball season, my favorite <laughs> is... What season is it right now? Is it no season? Um, I don't... For you, what's your big sport right now? Oh. You have a meet on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Swimming. <laughs> <laughs> And I just got into rollerblading, which is fun too. Yeah, you like bike riding, you like scooter riding. Do you think? Do you think being a no meat athlete, being a vegan, um, helps or hurts you as a swimmer or whatever sport you're playing? Helps. You think it helps? Yeah. Why? Um. There's no wrong answer. He just said, "Why? What do you think? Why do you think it helps you?" I don't know. Well, it makes me. Feel stronger. There you go. Than if I would eat meat. <laughs> well, it certainly makes you feel stronger than if you would eat junk food all the time. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Does it make you feel healthy? Yeah. That yeah. That I think that's uh-huh. why you why you enjoy it. Uh-huh. Cool. Very good. I like it. Um. Let's see. What else, buddy? Meditation. We haven't talked about meditation. I think people would be surprised to hear that you that you often meditate before you leave your room in the morning. Yeah, I meditate every day for four minutes. Wow, you do? You got yeah. into that because, probably because of martial arts, right? So we didn't mention that sport. He also does martial arts. Oh, yeah. And uh, they say that's a big component of that. And you saw that, that Mommy and I did it. And then you said you wanted to. So yeah, started doing it. That Headspace, right? You use the Headspace app? Yeah, I use Headspace. Can you do an Andy voice? Hello, I'm Andy. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's pretty good. So, so why do you meditate? Um, it makes me feel stronger, and it it makes me feel really good. Uh huh. That's great. Like, in what ways make you feel good? Um, it makes me feel really happy and energetic. There you go. Would you recommend that other people meditate? Yeah. Why? Because it makes me and most <laughs> other people feel happy and energetic. That's good. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to start doing it? Mm. 
We're asking because I think a lot of kids would say, I'm not going to meditate. That seems boring. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> so what, what would make you different than that? Um, I don't know. You don't know? Did you see your dad no. doing it? Yeah. I said, I'm oh, going to yeah. get my meditation. Yeah. He's going to get his meditation. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. I, I didn't know that about you, Holden. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also quite a little artist. That's one of his big hobbies is art. Uh-huh. And now and then we play a little Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Can't let an episode go by without no, bringing up the, every time. the Nintendo. Nintendo is the new Leo Babauta that we must mention every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what do you think is my job? What do I do for work? Um, you write books to inspire people. <laughs> okay. That's a great <laughs> answer. That's a great that? answer. Say it louder. You write books to inspire people? Yeah, that's that's kind of close. I mean, I, that's one of the things that we do is the books. We do the podcast. This is part of the work. Right? Oh yeah, right. We're this doing this too. to inspire people, and you're having you're inspiring people. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What else? How about this? Any advice? What if a parent? Because most people aren't vegan, right? You know that. Yeah. So what if a parent listened to this podcast or read a book or whatever, and they decided that they wanted to do it, but they were worried about it because they didn't know how they were ever going to get their kids. To want to start eating this way like the kids are eating chicken nuggets all the time and they tell them well we can't have that anymore that wouldn't that might not go too well right so what would you tell to those kids or to those parents that that would help them maybe to deal with it hmm there's vegan meat there you go there's vegan meat yeah and it's good right yeah you know, really you guys love meat. you guys love vegan meat yeah <laughs> um do you would you tell them that it's it's gonna be hard or do you think it's it's kind of easy? It's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> People don't make fun of you, so. Oh, that's good. That's a good. There one. you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty easy because you don't really know any other way. So I think if you uh-huh. knew another way, if you had eaten meat for a while, then it might be actually hard to make that switch at first, especially if you're a kid. Yeah. But uh, there you go. They can always they can always try some vegan meat if they need to, right? We have vegan meat now and then, right? Hot dogs at camping. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes in dinner you give us um, what is it? Those little uh, the tofurkey slices, the, the oh, yeah. smoked turkey the, or smoked whatever they are. The tofurkey slices. Yeah. And we love eating cheese on bread. Ellie and me do. What, what what kind of cheese on bread? Oh, like the Miyoko's cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You spread that on Miyoko's there? cheese. Yes, you like Miyoko's cheese spread on bread, and yeah. So we don't really cook. I should clarify. We don't often have vegan meat for dinner. Yeah. We we I do a lot of Italian sauce type things that involve using like three ounces of uh you know the smoked ham smoked whatever mm-hmm. kind of in the in in the beginning anyway but but they I think they're good too they're delicious eat those slices I haven't had those in a long time you know I was off them forever and I thought that's that's terrible junk food meat then Matt Rosigno said you should try making sandwiches out of them one day and just eat a sandwich like like you used to but with that. Yep. And he said, it's actually not bad. And the ones we get, the Tofurky brand, they're tofu and, and wheat gluten. So huh. it's not like, I mean, I'm not saying that's healthy food, the wheat gluten stuff. But it's not like it's it's processed soy protein. It's right. pretty whole tofu, and which is which is not that far from whole food. So anyway, um, I've never had it on a sandwich, I don't think. No, that's not true. Once we made uh, Cuban sandwiches, and they were delicious. But anyway, usually it's just it works really well as a little flavor agent in a in a pasta sauce. Mm-hmm. Works very very well. So they are they are worth uh, 
getting. But they're just, they're delicious to just eat. I mean, I could eat the whole pack of them. <laughs> Wait, of what? Of those vegan meat slices that we get. Yeah, I could too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. So I think uh, if people have taken any message from this, it is that uh, that you eat a lot of regular kid food, right? You still eat chips and, and vegan meats and yeah. cheese on bread, but you just do it vegan. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. And you do eat a lot of healthy food, too, which we didn't talk too much about, but you mentioned yeah. some vegetables. And you eat fruit all the time. We should also probably mention that. And there's still milk. What milk? Almond milk, soy milk. You're kind of really far away from the mic. Oh, yeah. Almond milk, soy milk, and... But you don't really drink oh. those anymore. You're kind of you're kind of over the milk. Yeah. You just do water. I just do water. Yeah. Ellery does milks. Yeah. She's coming on next. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to go get Ellery? You yeah. Ready to be done? Say right. bye to everybody. Good job. Good job, Bye-bye. Holden. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Okay. Ellery's here. We are joined by Ellery. El, can you say hi to everybody? Hi. In a normal voice, right? Hi. <laughs> How old are you, Ellery? Four. You're four years old? Mm-hmm. All right. So guess what we're talking about on, on our No Meat Athlete podcast. By the way, Ellery calls it a podcast. Podcast? Right? Can you say what you call this? Podcast. Yeah, because it's the podcast, and we tend not to uh, correct the kids when they when they make a mistake. Not because that's like any kind of good parenting. It's because we think it's funny. <laughs> so, like, my favorite one is that might be bad parenting. <laughs> my favorite one is that Holden uh, used to think he he was into um, superheroes when he was a younger when he was a kid, or he is a kid but when he was a younger kid. And Tony Stark is the guy inside of Iron Man. Most people know this who know anything about those comics. Well, Holden got the idea it was Tony Robbins inside of Iron Man. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, he knew that I'd listened to Tony Robbins stuff. Somehow he made this connection that that was Tony Robbins inside Iron Man. So we did not tell him that, uh, the correct thing, until until he figured it out on his own. So, uh, yes, we have not corrected podcast yet, but we will. Also, Converse. Ellery thinks that one Converse shoe is a, is a Converse, and the pair of them is your Converse. So it makes sense to me. It, it's, yeah. So we don't correct that one either, right, Al? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about being vegan. Uh, so what do you think be, being vegan means? Beans. Beans. <laughs> okay. It means a lot of beans. Ellery loves beans. She's the opposite of Holden. <laughs> but what? But what do you think when we when we tell somebody we're vegan, or if we talk about a food and we say that food's not vegan, what what do we mean? What does what does vegan mean? It means that you're vegan. Okay, that is correct. Okay, does a vegan food, um, does it come from animals or not come from animals? Not come from animals. Right, so when we say we're vegan, that's basically saying that we're not eating any animals, right? Mm-hmm. Which you know, of course you know that. You're just not, uh, you're kind of being funny. All right, Doug, Do you- why don't you ask questions so that Ellery can focus here and answer Mr. Doug's questions. Ellery. What is your favorite food? Um, peaches. Peaches? Peaches. <laughs> peaches are good. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. Peaches are good. What else What else do you love? What other foods do you just love having? Um, chickpeas. 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 All yeah. right. Do you like to just eat chickpeas right out of the can? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we'll just dig a can and we'll dump it on our plate, and that will be her, <laughs> her dinner. <laughs> <laughs> But not recently. We've uh, we've actually been successful in getting the kids to eat more varied diets. Like last night, they both had salads. Right? You like salad, right now? Yes, she's nodding. Yes. 
Do you do you have a favorite animal? Um, oh, pandas. Pandas. <laughs> That's pandas. a good animal. Recently, you've wanted a pet duck, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. I like ducks and pandas. Ducks quack, and pandas. Quack, yeah. Quack, quack, quack. Having a pet duck is a very reasonable, realistic thing to do, I think. A pet duck? <laughs> More realistic than a pet panda, I think. I would say so. Joey Tribbiani did it, and Chandler Bing, they had no trouble with it. That's right, in yeah. In little apartment. We got a much more room than that. <laughs> Seems like a reasonable thing to do, Ellery. All right. Um, what else we got? What What is my job? What do I do for work? Sell money. <laughs> Sell money. Yes. <laughs> That's what we do. So money. <laughs> so money. Oh yep. man, these answers are fantastic. So money. Okay, but what's what do we do? What is our what's the name of my work? What is the name of it? Um, no me athlete. There you go. That's good. And it's about being vegan, right? Yes. Alright. Thanks for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs>